Hey, Brightsiders. I'll make this one short and sweet. Since it's about one of my favorite shows of all time, and really one of the few, like, young female characters I was able to relate to, it's unfortunate that I was, you know, in college by the time this was really a thing. But, you know, it is what it is. And of course, if you haven't read the title, it's Veronica Mars. And if you haven't watched the latest season that's on Hulu, First off, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, you know, second, just turn this off right now and come back to it because it is spoiler-filled. Like, click, click, boom, y'all. So, yeah, just enjoy, guys. Mrs. Brightside is brought to you by Pink Honey Collective, the leading self-care brand in the CBD industry with a mission to provide high-quality CBD goodies for all of the busy bees who believe in holistic healing. You can grab your bath, beauty, and wellness products for you and your pet at www.pinkhoneycbd.com and get 20% off with code BRIGHTSIDE. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Pink Honey CBD and Pink Honey Collective. That's promo code BRIGHTSIDE, one word, at pinkhoneycbd.com. Be that boo, it's Mrs. Brightside. Uh, open up the curtains, look outside. What's outside? It's Mrs. Brightside. You're listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. It's your CBT on CBD. And yeah, um, we're talking about one of my favorite subjects today, but I'm going to let my guest introduce himself. Oh, I introduce myself? Hey, yeah. uh, Mike Cetera. Um, person, human being, <laughs> comedian, actor, neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> it's very I easy know. to get here. <laughs> I, I know, it's funny. This is usually a maze where I have to just tell people, no, just for the love of God, go to this one spot, park there, I will find you. Because I live in the one building that is in the abyss. It's like the beyond section. To be fair, I was very cocky. I was like, oh, I I, I know where that is. I live here. And then I got lost because I realized I've never seen this building before. All of our buildings are different letters of the alphabet. I won't say which letter this one is, but it was a letter I've never seen before. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought I knew where it was. And it's hidden. Because it makes no sense. That's why it's like... It doesn't even go reverse. It goes from like Z to T to W to V to N. I'm like, why is N over here? As I tell people, I'm like, don't feel bad if you get lost. I lived here and got lost at my in my own apartment. It's like a magical forest. It's kind of like shoots and ladders. Because the whole thing is built on a hill. So yes. like, if you, if you park on the wrong side, you have to walk a long way. So sometimes I have to park really far away. And I, I try to find shortcuts. So I've, I've walked through other buildings. But they're, they're all equal distance. Like, I've oh, yeah. walked through like the, the end building. I'm like, this will be a shortcut. But I'm just going horizontally instead of up the hill. Oh, yeah. That's how I got lost is I tried to walk through, like, you know, different buildings. And I'm just like, they all look the same. And then lettering makes no sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, yeah it's, it's kind of like the Dewey Decimal System of parking. That, maybe. Yeah, I was like, I get that reference. I'm old enough to get so. that. Yeah. I don't even know if they still use that anymore. But I remember when I was in school, it wasn't like alphabetical. It wasn't by like, was it by subject? What was, I don't even remember what the Dewey Decimal System was. Yeah, I honestly, you know what? Let's, it wasn't by like author name. Well, yeah, like wasn't it like by like topic? Actually, let's find this out oh, right no, now. Educational like, trip down memory lane. Dewey, I remember what the Dewey Decimal like System is. Deputy Dewey. I think D-E-W-E-Y. Okay, it was right. Like Deputy Dewey. Cool. It's, oh wait, nope, that is the name of a movie, 
or a science There's a movie novel. called The Dewey Decimal no, System? No, it's like a science fiction so, novel. I, I, I'd watch a sci-fi Dewey Decimal movie. I know. The numbers I'm like, come to life. Well, it is a sci-fi novel, so I guess that, you know, we could make a film adaptation of that. We'll look that up later. Um, it doesn't... Classification. Okay, I was like, explain this. Before we start talking about Veronica Mars, if you guys didn't read the description. This is, which is a very niche show to talk about. Oh, so, okay. like... Are, are we are we going full spoilers when we get to that, or are we talking? Oh yeah, like, it, okay. Yeah. So it, this is a podcast for people who specifically have seen the new season of Veronica Mars. And I'm sorry, guys, but if you haven't seen it yet, like, what's wrong with you? It's, we'll give it, them enough of a warning while we talk yeah. about other stuff and look up the Dewey Decimal System. Oh yeah. And <laughs> it's like introduce the concepts of relative location and relative index. Relative location, meaning like things are vaguely in the area. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Is like so it's like ah, it's kind of near 957B. Just look in that general vicinity. Yeah, I guess it's easier to put stuff back that way. Like that's what they said. It for seems like books. it's designed for people yeah. who work at a library. They're like, well, yeah. we don't want to reorganize the whole shelf. Let's just throw it in that area. All right, that makes sense, I guess. But totally. it's not a good categorization system. No. These days they'll just hire a person to do that, move everything. Yeah, it's like that's one of the few jobs that isn't going away. I also feel like uh, how many books are libraries really getting back in like the 80s and 90s? Were they getting so many books that they had to make a system so they didn't have to reshuffle it all? I guess so. You know, there was a big boom in uh, romance novels and things like that. I don't know. Okay. In the 90s, my dad was really into spirituality, he once said. Why do you say like having like the new section? Anything yeah. like this is new would be in a section like. The old blockbuster videos. Yes, yeah. but then the, they'd eventually have to put they, them they, in. Well, they would get they would get pretty lazy at blockbuster. It would say new releases, and then it would be stuff that just came out and stuff that came out like four years ago that they never put back. They're like, I just keep it. Yeah, did you have have a Hastings uh, in your hometown? That sounds familiar, but no. It was basically it was like uh, a movie rental, but also they sold books and movies and everything. Okay. Like, it's definitely one of the cooler stores that I don't I don't know if there's any anymore. I know the one in my hometown shut down a few years ago because it was the only cool store. But I'm like, I, oh, we had similar stuff. I mean, there you know. was like Borders books yeah, Borders. and music, yeah. and then they had like DVDs, CDs. And books. I think those are a lot of business. Yeah, they Barnes are. and Noble is the only one that won, right? Then, like, Walden's books went under. Yeah, because Walden was in the malls. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So are Barnes and Nobles, but I think they're yeah. the only ones that are still open. Or, like, because people, I guess, if you're going to buy a book, you go to, like, a kitschy, like, little small-owned bookstore. Yeah. Uh, you don't need a corporate bookstore, but maybe... What I always think is the crux of the hipsters, like with most of their tastes, is they're all about, like, let's preserve trees, but also books. And I'm like, you guys can't have it both ways. Like, <laughs> I am all about, like, physical media to an extent, but, you know, now that I live in a very, very tiny place, you don't have enough room for all that shit. So it is one of those things that it's like, nah, I'm getting more where I like digital. And then, too, saves trees and, and plastic and... And I'm like, you know, so it is funny when I meet the people that want to preserve those things, and they typically are also on the environmentalist side. And I'm like, that doesn't track with me. Yeah. I just feel like books, you need to hold a book. I mean, I've read yeah. books digitally. I only read books digitally if I'm, like, really excited to read something and I don't want to wait till the next morning and go to a store. But I usually like to hold a book. Like, if you're on, like, the beach or if you're sitting on a porch, it's 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 almost like you can read a book on your phone, but it's just, like, being on your phone. Like, yeah. I feel like it's taking, like, you know... If you want to take the technology out of it, books are a great escape without the technology. But if you're just scrolling through your phone, it's basically like just being on a phone. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's say, the one thing books have in hard copy that phones don't have. 
Yeah, I will say that if I were to read something, I do prefer tablet size versus like mm-hmm. phone or anything. Well, you, I was yeah. reading on my iPhone. I was like yeah. scrolling like a maniac. I read like 600 pages book because it was a really good book. I read it the whole, in one night, but the whole time my fingers hurt after. I'm like, because like it's if it's on your phone, it's like three or four times as many pages. So like on the tablet or the regular size book, it'll be like a 300 page book. On my phone, it was like 987. Jesus. So it sounds daunting, but it wasn't because like I'm barrel through those pages. I know. I'm like, comic books look cool on the tablet. That's mostly what I read. I'm yeah, like, I, I think comics are good on the tablet, especially because like, they're shorter. But I think yeah. there's also something to be said about collecting the actual yeah. comics themselves. So. Oh, I know. That's what's in there. Nice. <laughs> it's like, people are like, you don't have any books. I'm like, no, there's just not a bookshelf. I had to make one in there. <laughs> in my little weird uh, cupboard. Uh, there's like an Indian in there, too. <laughs> no. That's an obscure reference. That's a, to an obscure book. Speaking yeah. of books, bring it all full circle. Didn't that book have, like, three sequels? I don't know. I only saw the movie. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think there was, like, it was the Indian in the cover, and there's, like, something in the shelf. And it's, like, they kept saying things in places. I didn't even remember what it was about. Yeah, it was, like, I remember it was, like, toys coming to toys life. Toys coming to life. So it was basically Toy Story ripped off from the Indian in the cover? Yeah, I think so. And that was back when you could just say Indian and not the Native American in the cover. Oh, I know. And it's just, too, it's one of those things that my mom is, like, Native American and, like, her side of the family to a degree. And it is one of those things, like, I say it just because, like, most people wouldn't know what you were talking about because there is another country called India and that's how those people are referred these days. But I'm like, I really don't ever think that that was too much PC. Because being as I know people, they're like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, that's where I tell people. I'm like, that's where I draw the line. (laughs) If they don't give a fuck. I mean, that's like not... But I think, yeah, I think these days yeah. if you say Indian, people picture India in Asia. I think that's what you would first picture. Yeah, and I'm like, that I they, get Well, they only call the Indians here Indians because they thought it was India. They're like, yeah, yeah they they're the Indians. <laughs> these are the Indians. And then, like, I almost feel like it was, like, an ironic name for a while. And then some people were like, that's not what you should call them. I do. <laughs> but I feel, like, I, feel like yeah. they, I feel like they didn't even say the name originally. They weren't like, we're just going to call you this. I feel like it was like, ah, we messed up. Let's, uh, let's, keep, let's keep that on the records that we messed up. <laughs> Well, and that to me is the most American thing about America. So we were discovered by a guy totally by accident and was kind of a fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's us. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. fitting for the country. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as we see now. But you know what? There, one thing that did, you know, really brighten my spirits this year was the reboot of Veronica Mars. Ooh, smooth segue. Segue. Yeah, Came out a week smooth. early, too. That was nice. That was, because I was pretty well down in the dumps, and I was like, oh my god, something for me to do. And yeah, I just binged, I literally saved the last episode for, like, the next day, because I was like, no. And, and I had already kind of, pre- I'm very good at predicting what happens to a degree on that show, because I love it so much. But it's one of those things that I'm like, it didn't spoil it for me. Like, mm-hmm. to, to have thought all of it. No, when I watch a show like that, I try not to guess what happens. Because, yeah. like, I feel like if you really know the show well, you could rationalize what's going to happen. But I feel like it's more fun if you don't. I, I think that they caught everybody off guard by coming out a week early. And I think I had a lot... I thought I was watching it slow. I took, like, two or three days because I was very busy. So I think by the third day I was out, I had seen it. And I'm like, who wants to talk about this online? And all my friends were like, we're doing a rewatch still. We didn't know it was coming out early. And I'm like, just watch it. And then go back to their, like... I would rather rewatch the show after the new season. I do things weird. People are like, we need to rewatch everything from the beginning, and then we set up for the new one. I'm like, no, I'm going to have withdrawal when the show ends. I'm going to watch more, so then I'll go back to the beginning. So I started rewatching after I watched the new season. Yeah, it's funny. I, I watched the first season with somebody, like, a few months back. So, like, I, in, like, part of the second. So, like, once they finally put them on Hulu, 
Because I do own the first and second season on DVD, but then I have to get up and put the disc yeah. in. You know, it's a whole thing. Yeah, but it's good now, now that it's streaming, I was like, cool, I'll just pick up where I left off and then watch that since the show's coming out. And I had literally just finished and had thought about watching the movie and then it dropped. So I was yeah. like, sweet, good timing. Perfect, yeah. But I think I will go back and watch the movie. You don't though. have to watch the movie at yeah. all to be, <laughs> to yeah, be yeah. in on the new season. Yeah. I think like you know, it's almost like the movie never happened. The movie was... Good, yeah. Until maybe like the first two thirds of the movie was really good, then it just kind of like really tapered out. Like they spent a lot of the time in writing the beginning of the movie and shooting the beginning of the movie, and they're like, um, I guess we got to end the movie. Yeah, it, it was. It felt like a, a mediocre yeah. episode. Like if that was a regular episode, I'd have been like, okay. It wasn't like so blown away, but they crowdfunded the whole thing, which was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. And two, it was one of those things that uh, my history with the show is I loved it because I very much relate to that because I grew up in a place similar to Neptune, similar to Verona, Veronica being like, oh, the poor chick in a very, very affluent community that's all about reputation and everybody mm -hmm. thinks they're this. So I was like, oh, good, finally a show I can relate to when it was on UPN. And when it moved to the CW, like, and when that merged with the WB, great. But when they canceled that and Reaper, I boycotted <laughs> that fucking network till The Flash came on Arrow. And I was like, oh, crap. Now you got, you know, the Green Arrow. And it was one of my favorite superheroes. And Flash, ah! And then, and then now I watch CW five nights a week. But, yeah, I was hardcore Veronica Mars fan. How about you? Yeah, I, I watched it when it was on UPN and CW because it, it was kind of like a guilty pleasure show but yeah. I, not a lot of people knew about it and it was just a good show yeah I'm like, like I, I, I think I caught it on the original run and I was like why is nobody talking about this it's just a fun show and it didn't feel like anything else on TV it definitely felt like a CW show by the end of the run or what the CW shows have become now yeah like it almost like started that whole style of like shows like Riverdale and like the shows where it's like the shows I watch it's like yeah, yeah which are great <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like campy smart yeah good one-liners, and sometimes it's a little over the top, but you just flow with it because that's what the show is. Yeah. It, what it, I like about those shows is it goes really crazy, but you're like, yeah, I'm in. You're like, I get it. There's sometimes on different shows that that happens. I'm like, I, you shouldn't be doing this. It makes no sense. Yeah, because, like, I will say, if you set up a reality, like, that is heightened, and that's what I typically like, whether it's something like Veronica Mars that is very grounded but also, like, fun and believable to me. Like, it, but I will say, I do understand why there are certain people that like Seinfeld in the office and stuff better than, say, stuff I would like in that category, like Scrubs or Community. Because I'm like, oh, you're boring. That's okay. You're basic <laughs> and boring. Like, that makes more sense to you. Um, but I live in a heightened reality, thanks to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite, like, moments in the, the reboot, was, like, when they do ecstasy. Oh my, that was, was very, so out of place, it but was it was very, hilarious. Like, Veronica. Like, well, what I like about the Veronica's character is, there's been a few times in, like, the movie or, like, the later episodes of the show where it's, like, she she does stuff out of her comfort zone just because everybody else is doing it, yeah. but not in a way where she's like forced to. They're like, yeah, yeah they literally pulled out the ecstasy. They're like, hey, we're gonna do ecstasy. And she's like, all right, yeah, fuck yeah. it, let's do some ecstasy. Yeah, and to me, that's sort of the evolution of her character because, like, as I say, I very much related to that. Like, you know, I was kind of in with the cool, you know, the the rich kids at one point, but then everybody, you know, you lose face and everything and then I got into like more drugs and but I was always the the smart mouth like funny uh, quippy person that everybody was afraid of so I was like cool I can relate to this but I what I like is I'm like her evolution has been similar to mine in the fact of like 
yeah, you you know, you lose your nativity, you know, when shit happens, and then you become this person, but then as you live as this person, you sort of evolve into like, eh, fuck it, I want to have some fun. Like, like, mm-hmm. and, you know, especially with Logan. Now, here's the most important question as a Veronica Mars fan. Your opinion on Piz. I hated him. I was Thank so I see him Logan all the way. And I don't yeah. think it was ever in question from the show con- producers themselves. Like, I feel like... It was since the movie and like the last season, it was always Logan, and I feel like it's not yeah, even it like it's not Logan. even like Twilight, where it's like yeah. Jacob versus Edward. It's like ninety nine percent of people should pick Logan. Yeah, and the way he's there since the beginning, Piz is a character they just shoehorned in like later on. Uh, I, I, yeah, I Logan all the way, which is very depressing uh, after this season. Yeah, the sad part is, is like, when I first started watching the reboot, I was like, yep, Logan's gonna die. Spoiler alert, guys. Like, you knew that ahead thought, of time? Yeah, I just kind of felt it. Like, I didn't spoil well, it myself. Fe- yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what the left yeah. turns the show will take, but I, I was optimistic. But yeah. who, who knows that even actually happened, because it's ambiguous. Yeah. It happens off screen, and right before that explosion, he turns to the side, and it looks like he's walking to yeah. a different car. They kept it open. It could be the situation where, like, two seasons later, he pops back up, but, like, if I... if. It would be, feel very untrue to the character if, like, he is alive and he doesn't say anything unless he's in, like, a coma or somewhere else or kidnapped. Yeah, I almost thought whenever... Like, somebody, that other car could have yeah. kidnapped him. That's the only reason I... That's the only way I'd buy him coming back and be on board with it. Oh, I'm pretty sure he did blow up, but they did <laughs> sort of leave it ambiguous. I mean, I like, to, I like to keep it yeah. ambiguous, but I think he even... The show confirmed that he had... Well, then the yeah. shows do that all the time. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones, they would just like straight up lie. Yeah. They'd be like, "Is John still alive?" He'd be like, "Nope." <laughs> they're like, Look, "Then why'd you come back yeah. and have a season later?" Well, yeah, because <laughs> it's like the way that they wrote it with her voiceover. I was like, she's either talking to a therapist, or it's like Logan in a coma and not in, like you yeah, know, or like severely injured things like that. Because they'll do shit like that. Rescue Me used to do shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, Damien, you're not. <laughs> well, I feel I feel like it was like the last straw to happen yeah. for her to fully grow as a character because yeah. I feel like in the beginning of the season even she was very immature she was making a lot of the right choices but she didn't seem like she was fully who you know grown up uh, or like where she wants to be in her life and I think by the end even with the death she's changed and now moving on which I are they going to do another season? I don't think so. I think this was sort of it, but you never know. They set it up like she's yeah. going to leave town. Like, yeah. it's no longer, like, in Neptune. But that is kind of the crux of the show. Yeah. So, I would hope if they do ever go, maybe she leaves for, like, a season and then comes back. Well, yeah, because that was supposed to be the fourth season. She was supposed to go do the well, FBI. She was supposed to be the FBI. Yeah, that was the, um, then it got canceled. going to be on it. They yeah, made it as a pilot, yeah. too. Like, then they pitched it as a pilot, basically mm-hmm. a complete reboot, but she was going to be the only character. Yeah. And they were like, no, nope. I think I saw they made that episode. I'm pretty sure I've watched that episode, or at least, like, yeah, yeah, that was a full episode. Yeah, because I was like, I I remember Goggins being attached, because I love him. I'm like, he's one of my favorite actors. So I was like, sweet. Because I love Rob Thomas, too. Like, I've not really gotten into iZombie, but I think I will watch all of it soon, just because I'm out of stuff. But I liked Party Down, and Mm -hmm. I liked how he incorporated a lot of those people. Well, yeah, he works with a lot of the same people, which is great. Because, like, J.K. Simmons' character, that was... Really, the only thing disappointing for me in really? uh, not him, but the fact that he and Keith didn't continue their bromance. Oh, I yeah, like, that was. Oh, that I was, wanted them to really work it out. That was that was that was fun to see. I was them. Like, he was great. I thought he slipped right in. I thought he, he yeah. didn't stand out at all. I thought he was one of the stronger performances yeah. this season. I thought it was just a random choice. I can't believe they got him. Like, yeah, that's like a show that was used to be on the CW. I canceled after three seasons. Came back to Hulu, and they're like, "Oh, let's get J.K. Simmons, Academy Award winner." Yeah, J.K. Simmons. 
Oh, yeah. And that was to me. I was like, he is so great in this. But he was in two episodes of Party Down as a recurring Oh, okay. Yeah, so then he has already got the, the, yeah, the relationship with Thomas. That makes yeah. a little more sense. I forgot he was on that. And now, a word from our sponsors. Like Mrs. Brightside? Well, the PodCoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every podcast. It's the podcast player that pays. Yes, that's very difficult to say. Just get the PodCoin app on iPhone or Android. It's free and super easy to use. You can use the PodCoin you earn to claim gift cards and donate to charity. It literally is amazing. It turns your podcast listening into charity, or if you like, just get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I don't judge. I use the PodCoin app to do all my podcast listening now, and I love it. Go get it on the App Store or Google Play today. Seriously, just get the PodCoin app and use invite code BRIGHTSIDE. You'll get 300 PodCoins just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 PodCoins just for signing up if you use promo code BRIGHTSIDE. Go give the PodCoin app a try today. Yeah. That's great, though. They, he, he fit right in. I thought everybody they added fit in really well. Yeah, because I liked a lot of the newer characters. And I, I love Dick. And I like that they brought Big Dick back and sort of ended that story. Because, yeah. yeah, like, that was a story that I'm like, yeah, he isn't really finished. Because he went off and then he came back. And <laughs> Yeah, they kind of, like, this is a little bit darker than the other yeah. seasons. Like, they're oh, like, yeah. they, like, the whole plot in general, like, the bomb and, like, the people whose heads are blowing up on screen, like... This is nothing like... It used to be a little bit dark, but it was... On CW, it was never this dark. I guess it was. Yeah, she was like, there was a lot of rape and a lot of murder. Oh, but yeah. I feel like this, it just felt a little more unsettling, the way they were doing stuff. Oh, yeah, because, like, terrorism is way... You know, it's, like, not, like, to do a level of crimes. I mean, no, no, don't at me like I'm not <laughs> Damon over here, even though it's reality, guys. But it is one of those things that I'm like... The first two seasons, you're like, they blew up a busload of kids. I mean, her best friend yeah. was murdered. That's what I think about it. I mean, the whole, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. It's always like, a pretty dark, but I mean, it felt. Lots of rape. I mean, I'm like, everyone got raped on yeah. the show. Like, like, everyone. Yeah. But yeah, it was like a little like, oh shit. Because it almost was like, Neptune is a character in itself. And this was sort of like the destruction of Neptune. But what I thought was funny is I, like, noticed the whole time. I'm like, this isn't San Diego. This is Hermosa Beach, which they had originally shot in San Diego. So it was kind of funny. But it sort of did make sense because they said that Neptune had changed anyway. So you're Yeah, like, they were okay, also, like, showing yeah. different parts of town. It yeah. felt more beachy than it ever did on the show, even though they were always at the beach on the show. This season felt like it was, like, a touristy town in, like, Cape Cod versus... Yeah, because yeah, it was supposed to be spring break, too. And that's spring, why it yeah, was, like, yeah. made sense, like, to have it more like that. But, yeah, I liked that Dick had become an actor. And then they have Josh Dumel, like, in the movie part. Just, oh, like, yeah. Briefly. Yeah, that was a good cameo. I, I thought they really threw everything against the wall. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe that was the only season they wanted to make. Because there wasn't just, like, they had, like, bombs. They had... Uh, conspiracy. They brought the cartel in there. Oh yeah, which was I like love very. Those characters. First of all, those the, the most hilarious and the most in show moment was when they're like, uh, just speak English. And the rest of the movie, they just the rest of the show, they just spoke English. So like they like they spent a whole episode just speaking in Spanish. Then they're like, now that we're here, just speak normal. And then they both had perfect American accents. I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Clifton Collins Jr. is such oh, a good great, actor. Yeah. Like, and it's one of those things that I'm like, I like that they were sort of their own thing, just sort of observing part of it to a degree. And like, they also like, seem yeah, like they, they also seem pretty incompetent. Yeah. But, like two of like the best men. They seem like every time something happened, they were shocked. They're like, oh, okay, mm. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, and, and that was what I thought. I'm like, this really brought in a lot of different elements that are kind of Rob Thomas's strengths, and it was really good. And especially because one of the things I really liked is how they brought in like Mercer and Tim Foyle, like as her talking to them, like in a, like a Clarice and Hannibal situation. And I was like, that was cool. Oh yeah, I didn't expect that. That was yeah, that was that was a fun little. They probably like begged or Thomas was probably like. Hey, do you guys want to come be on the show for an episode? Or they probably asked him or something. Yeah, because Ryan Devlin is great. But I, it's funny, like, he, you don't really see him do that much, like, other than, like, guest starring roles. And I'm like, nah, he, he was... probably threw him a bone. Yeah, he's like, like, yeah, we'll get you guys on the show. I'm like, Hal, he's like, here, check this out. And they had, they had good back and forth and banter. Yeah. I, th- I thought it, almost, like, all the good characters you wanted to see came back. Not, like, from the show, like, the recurring characters. Yeah, because I like that Wallace was a bigger part of this. And, like, because in the movie, they kind of side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was directly yeah. part of it, and she dragged him along a few times. Yeah, that was funny uh, and very in character. And it made sense for him to be a little bit more normal and kind of, yeah. I thought, I, I thought the one thing that me watching, not watching the, the rewatch right before this, threw me off. I didn't recognize Logan for like the first like few minutes. Yeah, he's I'm like, who's this dude she's different. having sex with? Yeah. Oh, that's Logan, you yeah. idiot, Mike. Like, he looks different. His hair is different. He looks like 20 years older from when they did the show. Yeah, like, like he, which I think is intentional, but I think yeah. he's but he I didn't I didn't recognize him until like midway through them hooking up. I'm like, that's Logan. That's <laughs> like, who is this dude? Oh, I should know this. Yeah, and it's one of those things that I really like that we got a good arc with Logan being in therapy and then uh, being, you know, a naval intelligence officer because that sort of is a it what makes arc. sense to me. And like, and like he's matured yeah. to the point where yeah. like she wants the old Logan, which shows that she's still like in the past. Yeah. So like she want, when he punches the wall, oh, she, yeah, that, that, that excites her. She yeah. has that smile. I'm like, oh my god, Veronica, what are you doing? It's like mm-hmm. I get it, Veronica. He's but... like, is this what you want? And then she's like, yeah, secretly yeah. that's exactly what I want. And I like that he called her out on it. Yeah, yeah. And I like that we got Leo and the FBI because that's such a great character too. To me, he's the one that it's like yes. Arguably, he was the best guy, but that's why he and Veronica did yeah. work. Well, that was a. Did, did, yeah. they, did they ever have seen Logan and Leo together on the show? See, they did. Like one, right? Because it, like it was one though. That's what I thought. Like, I thought this awkwardness of that scene was great. Yeah. And they, Logan looked like he had seen him before, but I think Leo just didn't remember. They probably both had to have, but like the way they played it, it was just great. Yeah, because I was like, they played it off like they really hadn't met, and I'm just like, wait, but they only really did meet that one time when uh, Leo sells the sex tapes to Logan because um, he thinks that he's like, okay, I could have gotten a lot more because he was trying to pay for like his sister's school because it's Leo, so you know he's not a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. But he, you know, sells him to Logan instead because he's like, Logan, you know, gave enough, like, and I knew that he would just destroy him. Well, that's that's, yeah. that's, that's that something that one. should stick out yeah. in your memory. They yeah, haven't met once, like, but that's a big that's a big one. Now that I, now that you bring that up, yeah. like they they, they definitely so, remember. I was like, that was the only scene that I remember them having because when she was actually dating Leo, Logan still hated her because. That was like in season one. I was like, okay, but I'm like, they are much older. You could have forgotten that. I mean, like they do, dr- you know, Logan does drugs. Like you see it, like yeah. you can forget. But yeah, I'm like, Leo was a was a good guy, and people will bring that up. I'm like, yeah, but that's why they don't work. I mean, she treated him like crap. She used all, him all the time. Every like, even like, like yeah, every time she visited, she needed something. She yeah. needed this. She needed that. And then she's like, here is a sandwich. That's all That's all well, you get. Now go break the law like you, at the job that you love having and help me out to find this lead that may or may not lead to anything. Every episode. Like, like, yeah. And he's just smiling. All he did on the show back then was just smile and be like, okay. Okay. Good. He was so cute. Yeah. 
But yeah, and but Logan too. Like I'm like their relationship. People can say what they want because Logan, you know, luckily became a healthier person and clearly had a lot more to overcome. But she would treat him like crap too, and and I like that he always still like respected her. He stood his guard. I and, just like and, yeah, he stood yeah. up for himself. Yeah, but and that was why I liked that Logan made the joke about like yeah, Piz is in the other room too. Like, oh, that was that was yeah. like the funniest line. There was a lot of yeah. great lines. Like I, I I watched it a week and a half ago. I wish I was more on the top of my head, but. Those lines are great. Yeah, like when he says, when he says, "Oh, pisses in the back," I yeah. burst out. I spit out like whatever I was drinking. Yeah, because like my thing with the piss character, because there are piss is a little bitch. That's how I feel. Yeah, like, exactly. I, even like when they were supposed to be like shipped as like the couple, yeah. I always felt like at any minute she was gonna leave them. Like he was like whiny, if I remember correctly. Oh, I gotta yeah. do my, I gotta finish my new rewatch, oh, rewatch, but like, he was always so whiny to me. And my thing is, is like, the handful of people that are like, no, that was by far her healthiest relationship, and I'm like, Probably, but what? that's not who no. she is. That's and, not who she is. And, and I'm like, no, it wasn't, because I'm like, do you not, because it's one of those things, it, it often came from beta males or women who like that, and I'm like, no, you watch, when you do your rewatch of season three, Piz was trying to come between her and Logan from the get-go. Yeah. That is not a nice guy. And to, to me, he was very manipulative. Because, like, Wallace and everybody else is like, oh, don't hurt him, Veronica. He's a nice guy. And I'm like, you're supposed to be her friend. Yeah. This is the new guy. And she's not done anything. He's the one puppy-eyed about her, trying to come between her and her boyfriend. And then when she gets the FBI internship, he's a little bitch about it. Like, oh, well, you're going to go? I'm going to New York. And I'm like, yeah. guys... If you think that's the healthiest relationship, there's something wrong with you. We all acknowledge that Logan had some issues, but, no, but I that's she, why they worked together. She and Logan always took care yeah, of each exactly. other. So, like they took he care of each other. They balanced each other out. So, like yeah. he, he always took care of her, and she always took care of him. So like they they build each other up, and I I think that is the end game relationship. And I'm really mad that they blew him up. <laughs> yeah, it is one of those. Things, like I mean, it's, it's jarring, but like why? Yeah. If the, sh- the show is, the show can't be over, because if you're gonna do that, you don't end the show by doing that. <laughs> You don't be like, no, she'll never be happy. You have to give her the redemption of at least having one more season where he, like, shows back up at the end or something. I know, that's... that's also, also, can we address how Logan doesn't know how phones work at the end where he's like, sorry? Like, you didn't accidentally send just sorry and forget to send the rest of your message. Like, nice fake out, but come on. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I will say There wasn't even, like, a dot, dot, dot like he was typing. Like, come on. Well, he may have sent, I know, and this is what annoys me about people. You send one, and then you, like, send the rest of it in another one, which I get accidentally happens sometimes, but it is one of those things that, because, yeah, I'll have people that I'm like, How, why did you take so long to respond? They're like, I just got it. So, and, yeah. you know, we live in this building. Uh, you know, phone service is crap. Yeah, service so, like, that, that is one of those things that I'm like, oh, flimsy, good fake out, but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was still a nice moment when he yeah. was like, oh, I'm here, I, my phone just sucks, but I'm like, come yeah. on. Uh, I, I thought there were some nice twists and turns throughout the season. I really thought that they they I thought it was well told. I, th- I thought like they, they kept you guessing. I mean, you said you guessed ahead of time. I tried yeah. not to. So I'm just kind of like, let's see where this takes us. I thought a lot of the twists at the end. Although my first inclination at the beginning of the show is, oh, it's probably that pizza guy. Yeah. So I'm like, that, nice on him for like steering us away from him and then breaking it to him again. But I'm like, still, it's like that was the first person I thought and I wasn't even trying to guess. You know, I'm like... It's funny because I was like, I don't think the first one and the others have anything to do with each other. Like, I I had kind of called that. I'm like, I bet Big Dick really did do the first one, and that was correct. And then I was like, 
I'm pretty sure it's the pizza guy, but that character, the guy that was in the group that uh, Don, that was the kid from Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, the kid, like, that's, I, that's how I refer to him. What's his yeah. name? Uh, Clark Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid from Hot Tub Time Machine. Who, I love that who movie. Was, who was such a fun like? <laughs> yeah. Like, but here's the thing: you only see him in like Skype. So I'm like, yeah. there's no way we're gonna like. It, it, it would have been a good lead, but then like the fact that he. I knew he was going to come back. I didn't back. know he was going to yeah. die. That was, that was a nice touch. Yeah, I, thought, I, I thought killing him as a fake martyr. Yeah, yeah that was interesting because I'm like, you know that's all bullshit. And that's why I was like what he was saying. I was like, he's going to come back somehow and be a part of this. And sure enough, it was like he was the Patsy for yeah. you know, Patton Oswalt. But I did like that. I'm like, who doesn't love Patton Oswalt? Oh, he's great so in like, the show. Yeah, it was good. And and yeah, because I did, I was like, he's so eager to work with them and stuff. But yeah, as I say, like, I'm a lot like Veronica, so that's why I know I need to go to therapy, obviously. <laughs> but it's one of those things that I'm like, I can't help but try to, like, figure stuff out. That's why I like Criminal Minds, because it's like, it, it refuses to let me do that. It's like, nope, here's the killer, but you're going to figure out why they did it. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, is yeah. that what Criminal Minds does? Yeah, basically it just flips it to where you're I like, mean, I feel like most of those that, procedural yeah. shows, like, they only introduce like four or five characters. Yeah. Like when you're playing and watching like Law and Order, you have to guess who did it. It's like, well, we had an interview with these, it's usually like the, the first or second person in the yeah. interview. And they're like, oh, it can't be them. Then it comes, winds up being them. They always like, every episode they go to like a frat, which happened in this, where yeah. there's like four or five guys and then they always interview them and then it winds up being like those guys in, in, all along. See, that kind of reminded me when they make yeah. these frat guys. That reminded me of like a few Law and Order episodes where like oh, yeah. they cover up for something, and then uh, they they make a pact, and then they all. Hold, but those guys were like kind of strong defense for like people. I mean, I get like they, yeah. they thought they killed somebody, but yeah. like, I don't know any nineteen year old kid that would hold up that strong to like such an intense line of questioning. Oh, yeah. Like, you're no. like, we can't say anything. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of our house. I'm like, I feel like if you were actually getting called out on that, you'd be shitting yourself. I don't know. Fraternities are full of very privileged white yeah. girls. And that's the one thing I think is funny to me. I'm like, out of all the TV I've watched in my life, which is a lot, because I prefer TV to real people, but <laughs> it's one of those things that I'm like, I would have never stepped a foot in front of a fraternity. Because the based on the statistics from all the shit I watch, you gonna get raped. Like, like you like. I mean, also like, every like, portrayal like, in like TV and movies is yeah, like there's the bad guys rapists. automatically. <laughs> just, I mean, it's that it does happen. So it's based on like reality. But like anytime you see like a frat in like a show or, or detective style yeah. show, it's like they're clearly either going to obstruct justice or be the bad guys. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know they did something. But the funny part about that is the phrase that gets you know the saying or you know the the incident that gets brought up the most in that in reality the duke lacrosse thing turned out to be completely innocent yeah but nobody that, remembers it as no, that they and just that's really, the problem it's just like the mcdonald's coffee like when something like that happens like, like yeah. no matter nobody pays attention to the case yeah, no. like i half of those big cases get dismissed half of them or some of them get dismissed when they shouldn't have been oh yeah uh, so uh, fuck those guys that are guilty but like Sometimes it's like you get your name dragged through the mud and then nobody revisits it ever again, but they just remember it. And they just remember your picture, so they ever see you. Oh, yeah. That's why the kid that was in that video with the Native American yeah, guy... Yeah, he lost sued. his case. He lost. 
Really? You tried to see the Washington Post for like $300 million. Well, yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's a newspaper. They can say that. It wasn't like they were really defaming you. They just like, you know, told their side of the story like newspapers do. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody understands, like, and I don't get why some people don't. I'm like, they tell you the story they want you to hear, not necessarily the truth anymore. That's also how the news is. Like, if you put on the news, each channel is telling its own spin on it. There's very few impartial news stations. You're getting getting told what they want you to hear. And not even, like, the news, because do you know that up there at House of Ambrose, by where we live, there there was two gunmen who got away, (laughs) killed somebody right there. Yet it wasn't on any of our news except for, like, I found one article online. And I wouldn't have even known to look except I was coming through about that time. This happened, like, a week or so ago. I happened to be coming through, and I saw, and I'm like, well, I'm going to look that up because this is safe. Like, Veronica, I'm nosy. But I'm like, you know, the gunman got away, and this was seemingly random. So that might be something to tell people. Yeah, that, that is, well, I mean, I, I, yeah. I feel like, which is a bad philosophy, but yeah. I feel like every time there's like a shooting or like a one-off, it's like, man murdered, I get excited to know that it, if it seems targeted. Yeah. So like, that's all you need to tell me on the news. You can be like, oh, it, we think it was a targeted hit or it was a gang initiation. So I'm like, cool, so it's not going to happen to me. So yeah. like, there's, there's, there's a body found here. Yeah. There, were you here in the, there was like okay. a year and a half ago, it just said, Body found, and I'm just sitting there watching TV, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, that's uh, that's where I live." And I'm like, I walked outside, and I'm like, "Oh my god, there's all the cops!" And it was in the garage by the main entrance, and I was making uh, jokes about it online because that's what you do when you're like nervous about something. You're yeah. like, "I hope that doesn't happen." I live here. Look at my apartment; it made TV. But then, like that night, I was really freaked out. I'm like, "I hope that is." But like the whole time, I was like, "One person body found." They didn't even say if he was murdered here. Somebody did say they saw a gun, heard a gunshot. So that means like somebody who had a coming hopefully got shot. Not just because yeah. if you would have seen more than one death or one shot if it wasn't like aimed at a person. Yeah, and two, it is one of those things that you know there's a difference in stuff that you should report. Like it, it, if you have to make choices by what you're gonna put, there's only so much space. Pick the stuff that people need to know to watch for themselves. But like that, it was like, oh, it was a targeted hit. It's like, we don't, yeah. you know, okay, they, we're fine. They might not watch like enough news, but I feel like there's yeah. not a lot of updates. You don't get oh, a lot yeah. of updates. You get like what's hot at the moment. Like, they like, we'll watch a high speed car chase. Like, sometimes those guys don't get caught in those. Like, no. so, like I, we saw one the other day. We were watching for three hours. We were so invested. They started weaving their way in and out of like these houses and garages in Pasadena, and they had them boxed in, but then nobody was moving, and then they went away from the chase. And I never looked it up. Like either A, they caught those guys, or B, they didn't. It's like playing Grand Theft Auto. Like you hide out <laughs> in a safe house for a little bit, and then when everybody stops looking for you, the whole world forgets you're even doing that. I know. That's a fun way to play that game. I have five right now. <laughs> yeah, it is one of those things, though. It's like, you know, they really don't do a lot of follow-up. Cause, and, and especially for stuff that I'm like, I still don't think you solved it. Because I actually have looked into that case. Well, remember last year when there was that guy who was shot in the head, execution style, in the tent with his kids? I don't remember like, that. Yeah, this, and it happened out in Malibu. And it was one of those things that I'm like, and there were a lot of shooting incidents around there. Which is why I, like, but no one was really hit. It was more like, just like... And I was like, it's either a kid or somebody crazy that's doing all that. But this very obviously, like, you know, targeted hit that the kids didn't even wake up, that can't be the same person, especially the one they caught and, like, and trying to say it. And I'm like, but no follow-up has been done. And I'm like, guys, do I need to do your fucking jobs? <laughs> I mean, I could use the money, but I'm well, like... Well, that's, that's yeah. the whole thing. Like, um, you get, what, 48 hours? What's the... Uh, yeah. 48 hours. Isn't there a show about that? Yeah, it's called 48 First 48 or whatever yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. You get 48 hours to really put the legwork in, and if you don't find anything, they move on. Yeah. Which is, 
I guess it makes sense because that you don't want to have all your ends tied up because new stuff's happening every day. But at the same time, it's like after 48 hours, like if you did something, it's like you're good for at least a couple years until like some nosy detective really gets up in the case. Yeah, that's what's funny to me is I'm like, TV actually makes detectives look like they work on like cold cases, but honestly, they really don't. Well, it makes it makes it look like they just like fall into their laps. Like on Law and Order, it's always like, all right, we're looking for uh, the rapist at the the stadium, and then like on the on the way to find the witnesses, they're like, wait a minute, this opens a whole different case, but it's out of the statute of limitations. And then Benson's like, we'll trick him, we'll trick him into doing (laughs) another one. I'm like, what? And then it always works out on TV. Although I guess on on Law and Order, like I'd say twenty five percent of the time, justice uh, fails. Yeah, I would say because I watched uh, the SVU version, like, but yeah, SVU mostly when yeah. Maloney was on there because I love him. But yeah, I'm like, it it was that the, Dick Wolf at least tried to be somewhat realistic in the fact that most of the time they lost or like didn't have enough evidence. Yeah, and there's always an evil smile out. at the end when yeah. somebody wins, and then you see like the main detectives we like just like basically just like shaking their heads, <laughs> and I'm like. My, they, they must lose a lot of cases. My favorite ending to a Law & Order SVU episode ever was, like, Elliot being like, you had sex with your stepson and you don't think there's anything wrong with that? What kind of a sick son of a bitch are you? <laughs> or, no, it's like, what kind of a sick bastard are you? And then, dun-dun. Yeah, well, like, they, like sometimes they would say, a sick son of a bitch who just got free. Yeah, and the next day was like, I like sometimes they get angry. Like, sometimes, like, they just they yeah. start beating up the guys. But my favorite Law & Order SVU staple is... When they have a celebrity on, or like a B-list celebrity, oh, yeah. um, like uh, this actually really kind of bothers me. They said they give like this cool arc mm-hmm. where like there's one John Stamos. Oh plays, yeah, I love plays that a guy episode. who like intentionally gets people pregnant to have like a million kids with different women, and he's this maniac sociopath, and he's given this monologue, and like mm-hmm. how is he gonna get out of? How, how are they gonna get him? I want to see this guy losing court, and then like cut away to commercial to come back to like oh we found his body. I'm like no, we need to see him get justice. They do this a lot. They give these, like, huge art, huge monologues to, like, old child stars or, like, sitcom stars from, like, shows like that. And they set them up to be these huge villains. There's another one uh, slipping my mind right now that also bothered me. Uh, and then that guy dies off screen. I mean, at least let us see him get shot. The problem with the John Stamos dying off screen is the way that the chick killed him was super cool. It was one of those yeah, like, nights yeah. where he blew up. And I was like, damn, yeah. I wanted to see that. And also, like, those guys didn't get the justice. <laughs> I know. There's like, at least, like, 30 episodes like that. No, yeah, and you're like, damn it, I wanted justice, I wanted to watch it. But see, those again, going back, we're like Veronica, and that's why you have private investigators. But what's your opinion on Vinnie Van Lowe? Uh, well, best side character? I, I think he's the best side character yeah. on the show. I don't think, I, I think, like, fans of the show aren't really yeah. divided on, like, he's definitely the best side character. Oh, yeah. I think everybody's team Logan. And this, he doesn't even do anything to really fuck with her this time. He just, like... He actually does a pretty good job of solving stuff and making dumb comments. But, like, he actually did a good job. What's funny throughout the show in Vinny's character, because I've always loved Kid Marino, so I oh, was, like, super excited. So good. Also on Rebirth that, you know, was part of the CW boycott when they canceled it. But it was one of those things that I'm like, Vinny actually was good at his job. And, like, he just was a goofball. Like, yeah, that oh, yeah. Was what was funny. He, he would yeah. say, like, silly, dumb stuff. Yeah. And then he would get the job done. Yeah. And, like, this time he actually, I think he helped more than I'd ever seen him help. Oh, like, yeah. he, he helped yeah. him really crack, like, a leg of the case. And, like, she still hates him. She's, <laughs> Veronica still, they have, like, they have, like, a playable rivalry, though. Like, I think if something happened to him, she would be upset. Yeah. I think, like, it's, like, the person you, like, love to hate, your arch nemesis, but at the same time, you know, they're in the same business. They're, they're friends. Yeah, you could tell that they clearly, you know, had a camaraderie. And it, and it was yeah. nice. And I, and I do, like, it is a, it's such a great character. 
It is funny though, because some like as I say, there's there's a level of viewer, and it's like the same Piz Camp people that are like, "Oh, he's sleazy." I'm like, "Yeah, he's supposed to be." Well, he's supposed, yeah, he's like, what you picture when you picture yeah. a PI. The yeah, PI, he's a real like, PI. The, like the only like good one who's like moral is like Veronica's dad. Yeah, and she's not even that moral. She's sleazy. We just oh, yeah. she's just the main character. She she does so much things uh, that go against the rules to the point where even her dad is like Veronica. I like that you got this evidence, but how'd you get this evidence? Yeah, because that's why whenever he sleeps with Harmony, who was married or whatever, and she gives him crap, and I'm like, seriously, Veronica, you're having the moral like, high ground? Your dad? Yeah, yeah. Too. It was like, Shh. He's like the most that? moral person on the show. I, I was know, so like, worried for him. Like, when they were, when yeah. they were in the cabin, oh yeah. my god, that was that oh, was a really tense scene. I was afraid he was going to die. I was like, I, no, no, no. No, I don't think they, they can't have him. Like She she can't lose him and Logan. She would no. really Yeah, I was unhinged. like, it's got to be one or the other, but I was like, no. And I'm glad that they Gave him the medical diagnosis that he was going to yeah. get better. So like that was nice because it was it was tough seeing him struggle. Yeah, now, that what, was heartbreaking. They did have Weevil take a whole bunch of steps back oh, for yeah. his character. Like I thought, but it sort of made sense though because I liked that it was brought up the fact. And this was my and this is my thing with Veronica too. Sometimes taking the moral high ground, and this is where I sometimes have to check myself. But I I'm not really a user like she is. Like and I do actively avoid that. But it is one of those things that Weevil had a point. He's he like I had out, to. Yeah. And he's like, I have to take care of myself, and I don't have the same privilege as you do. And it was like, and it is one of those things that I'm like, yeah, he went back to that. But Weevil always had her back, and that's why I like that they had that scene. I, I also thought it was like a nice callback to like the be. She saved her a lot, but that yeah. that cabin calls back to like the very first episode yeah. when like the whole gang kind of shows up. So even though he's mad at her, he still has her back. Yeah, which is which is nice a nice touch. And then I then the the um the guys from Mexico are just like all right well fuck it all right we're out like I love those guys are like all right cool wait, we don't need to go we got we got what we wanted we're, we're out of here like those those guys were, I love those guys those guys are fun side characters especially because they didn't like hurt anybody that we cared about yeah they, like they, they, they if anything they hurt people that we as the audience hate like they, they they did some executions but those were of like really annoying. The relatives of uh, the se- the senators. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't care what those guys are doing. They're being dicks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh yeah, fuck them. That, that was fine. I was like, cool, they did yeah. that. Like, and then you're like, okay, like, and then when they cut off Big Dick's head, I'm like, oh, I like yeah, Big perfect. Dick yeah. and all, but he deserved to die. I'm yeah, like, they, cool. <laughs> so they they did some good uh, murders and they got away with it because they were characters that we knew would do that. So yeah. that was fun. And as I say, the, the, the having the two people sort of be the outsiders is a good, you know, plot device that I like seeing. Cause... Also, because, like, you saw the lens of them seeing yeah. all this, not knowing any of the characters. Just sitting in their car being like, what are they doing now? I, I have no idea. Yeah, or, because, like, too, it must look weird. Like, Veronica and Weevil have, like, this sort of respect and camaraderie. And you're like, yeah. these two wouldn't, you know, hang out. And you're like, oh, no, they go way back. Okay, cool, I got this scene here. What's this deal? But, yeah, I'm like, and I like that, you know, they had a lot of the characters, like Weevil and Wallace, in a lot more. Because Weevil was a part of the movie, but it was almost like his own storyline. It wasn't like yeah. he was a part of. Yeah, know. they had they had, they had everybody kind of directly catered to the main plot. Yeah. And I thought the new characters fit in very well uh, with, uh, the, the, as I said, I love the cartel guys. But then I also thought that the, the bar owner, um, who's uh, one of Chris and Bell's real-life best friends, I found out. Oh, like, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't know, like... How close they were, but she got probably just was like, you got to put her on the show. And Rob Thomas was like, okay. Yeah, because she was <laughs> she got in a good character. the good place. She's in yeah. the good place. But I'm wondering if they became best friends yeah. on the good place, or if she was already her best friend and she got her that too. Yeah, because I don't know. Really like, cute, like relations. I saw them yeah. in an interview together. It's like, well, Kirby's my best friend. I'm like, oh, that's what I thought. But like now you're yeah. saying it, so I'm like, I wonder if they met on the good place and then became best friends, or if they were already besties forever and they've started working together this year. Yeah, I don't know, because I know like Ryan Hansen and her like. 
you said that he and his wife moved in with Kristen like the third season of Veronica Mars because they became fast friends yeah. and now they're like practically family and you're like yeah. aww I like little stories well I feel like everybody on the, on the set for this loves working with each other so I feel like yeah. they, they all got the invite back and they all got super excited and did it just like with the movie like yeah. they, didn't, they didn't lose anybody like most times shows like this you'll have like one actor who's like I can't do it or a couple who are like I don't want to do it or I need too much money seems like everybody's just willing to just jump back in because they had so much fun yeah the only person I have ever heard that was a problem on Veronica Mars in the whole tenure and it's and too like as someone who is a soap watcher I know this because I know a lot of soap people here in LA it was like Michael Mohini, who was Sheriff Lamb. That it, because the uh, it was the funniest quote from Rob Thomas. Because this was like, because he doesn't talk shit, but this is something he should have shared. Because maybe this wouldn't have happened. I and mean, it's funny that, and that not what happened to the girl. But he, Michael was fired from The Young and the Restless for grabbing a very young actress's boobs or something. Oh shit! And like, and so a bunch of stuff started coming out about him. You know, he was such a douche and everything. And then of course they quip up. They're like, yeah. He literally would always talk about how he was up for the role of, you know, JD on Scrubs, but he lost it to Zach Braff because he was too good looking. What? And I'm like, that fits everything I think about this person. It was like the funniest quote I'd ever so seen about what a douche. He was basically playing himself oh, yeah. in, in this show that yeah. he was on it. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I, there was always a part, though, it's like, Veronica and Sheriff Lamb probably should have just done it for that sexual tension. I know he's a douchebag, but he was still really hot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's ever because I'm like, mm, Sheriff Lamb though was a good foil, and and there were the yeah. moments where he would actually do the right thing. Well, they, yeah, the, the show is always good about having foils, and then yeah, he would, through gritted teeth, he would do the right thing, he'd like, oh. and he'd be like, oh, fine, I right, you know, I know you're right. I thought Patton Oswalt was a good foil this season. Yeah. Even before he was the, the, we knew he was the bad guy. Just seeing him just be stoked, stupid and, yeah. and just like go on TV and say her exact case like before she could say it. I, I thought that was great, and I thought I thought he was a good adversary. And I thought he he was like uh, egotistical, smart. So like he he was pretty good at solving stuff. Uh, until we learned he's basically just covering his own tracks. But like uh, I thought he, was, he seemed like smart, but just so conceited that he thought, you know. Yeah, he was very much like what you see, and that's what I thought was a good psychological point, because uh, that's part of this podcast, was like, that's exactly who would do this. An extreme narcissist that has like, you know, these sociopathic tendencies, yeah. because, you know, and too, like, yes, dude, you were bullied and things like that, but you're an adult. Like, don't be yeah. like that. And that's like, also like, he. that's why he had like yeah. the, the backup plan at the end that yeah. wound up being Logan. I thought that was a nice yeah. reveal when the, when they when they, she realized way too late that the, the riddle, was, yeah. Oh man, that was, and they they, sh- they foreshadowed it like episode two with the street parking. So like I didn't even remember that. Yeah, because I the was street like, parking. I'm like, also nobody who doesn't live in California knows what street cleaning even is. Yeah, so like, I said that to somebody in like Texas watching that thing. Like, what? Why do they got to move their car? Oh yeah, so I moved here from Texas, <laughs> yeah. and I luckily had a garage in my first apartment. So I'm like, but because people I knew that had moved back. To, also, uh, let's think about this. If Logan and Veronica weren't so lazy, he'd still be alive. They moved yeah, their car at two fifty nine. Get out of here! And that, yeah. it was like Pat Oswalt spying on them to the point where he knew they would move their car at that time. Yeah, or was he just banking on them being in the car? I think that he intentionally made it like that because he he seemed like someone who studied yeah. like stuff. So I think it was to do with the street cleaning. 
And because that's something, all he had to do was read the signs and sort of pay attention and see that they wouldn't move it till like later. Yeah. I remember like the one time for a while I had to do that. I would set myself alarms too because you'd be like, oh shit. I, better I would always forget. No matter how many alarms yeah. I set. I'm, there was one year I must have had like seven or eight of those tickets. Because <laughs> every week you have to do it. So yeah. like once a week and then you have to, you move it to the other side and the other side has their street cleaning days. So twice yeah, a week you gotta do that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh man. I know, it's such a pain in the ass, but uh, I do like that it was represented on television. Because <laughs> there are certain... I love that it was the, the, that it was the whole plot oh, yeah. revolved around it. Like, the biggest <laughs> twist in the whole episode was like, oh, the street cleaning, no! <laughs> See, and, and this is, you know, a PSA to our piece of shit mayor, Eric Garcetti. Um, you, you, this street cleaning kills people. You know, we've got to do away with it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, literally kills people. <laughs> Uh, it is funny. I'm like, the, oh, I shouldn't reveal this because on the off chance he does listen, I don't want him to know. Mayor Garcetti? <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, it's apparently like he lives in like the old Getty house and every mayor does. Does like, he really? That's yeah. Where that's where every mayor of LA lives? Yeah, they have to like live there. They have to live in a Getty house? I did not yeah. know this. Yeah, the one that's over there in Hancock Park. Huh. And so there are people trying to organize a homeless walk in that area, because it's about the only area in town without it. And I'm like, that's a pretty good idea. But maybe I should get the street cleaning thing on the docket. Because <laughs> knowing how stupid he is, he'd probably believe that that's a real thing and not a television show made by Rob Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, I clearly don't think of much of our mayor. I, not just because I listen to Adam Carolla also, who hates him. Because they're trying to get him in on this uh, walk. But yeah, yeah so if, if you have any grievances, that's where you go. <laughs> and you can easily look up the address online. And this is why I say, I would be a good criminal, too. Like, <laughs> it's like, his information is really easy to find. That's what I like about Veronica Mars. Is like, they have special access being PIs. But there is a lot of stuff that your average person can access, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so overall... You think it was a good, like, if this is it, that was good enough? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I thought, I, I didn't see what, I didn't ask too many people what they thought, but I heard a few people that were disappointed. I was like, what? I loved it. I thought it was better yeah. than some of the original seasons, and those oh, were yeah. great. Like, I thought it was way better than the movie. To me, the movie was take it or leave it. It was fun to have it, but, like, this is a million times better reunion than the movie was. And I thought it tied up nicely. I thought all the characters came back, except for Mac, uh, and then... Yeah, she may have just been busy, I guess. Yeah, they, they mentioned her a few times, yeah. so it clearly wasn't a conflict. It just seemed yeah. like she was either doing something else, so that's why they brought up her name. So, um, And then, I thought, yeah, every I thought Veronica grew by the end. I thought it was good to see Logan as a whole new person. It was good to see all the old friends again, like Vinny and uh, Weaver yeah. and all them. And I thought it was perfect. I, I think you can't blow up the main romantic interest of your lead and not do another season. So I believe that seemed to be set up to do one or two more. Especially the way it's on Hulu, and they yeah. had all the seasons there. I kind of get the vibe they were going to see how this went, and it was going to go good no matter what. Then they're going to do at least one or two more seasons. Yeah, and, and I would hope for that, just because I would rather have more. But if this is it, I was... And, yeah. and that's why when I literally even kind of like sent a tweet that was just like, look, if you're complaining about this, you must have it great. I'm like, I you know, was just very pleased. Yeah, to not have like a full season like, of yeah. the show in like, what, like 12 years? Yeah. Since the last time there were 13 years? Like, to get a full season... And like and it was so good. I'm yeah. like, what was wrong with it? Just because you're a little whiny bitch who understand who thinks that everything has to have a happy ending? No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. like, I, 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 I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I think they could do another one because Chris and Bill is no longer doing the good place after this yeah, year. And then 
it's only like an eight or nine episode thing. That's what she does. She doesn't commit to like full TV shows. She does like a movie and a couple like mini series a year kind of thing. So it's eight or nine episodes, and she enjoys doing it clearly. And she probably has a good payday on it. She probably do another season or two. To me, as long as people want it and they can do a good job, I'm all for everything. I mean, like that's how I am. And but I'm also fine if shows want to end. I mean, Breaking Bad was five seasons. Yeah. Lucifer, they're like, yeah, this is gonna be it, five seasons. Well, I like when yeah, shows when fine. shows pick yeah. when they want to end and they work towards it. Like yeah. Breaking Bad was like, all right, here's the amount of episodes left. We're gonna work towards that ending, and it was perfect. Um, uh, Good Place says they only want to do one more season because yep. they've been running in circles and they're only going into season four. Like, they've been running in circles. Yeah, because it's a really fun <laughs> concept. It's, it's a really fun concept, yeah. but now that everything's been revealed, it's amazing. And it gets better and better. They keep finding new ways, but, yeah. like, they need to get their closure and actually finish up in The Good Place. And they're very close. They're, I think, if I recall, at the end of the season, they were, like, they were there. And then they were like, they have to do something to prove themselves. Now they have to make their own fake one. And yeah. it seems like every time they're, like, one step away from getting what they finally want... It just gets pulled out from under them. And you can only see that so much with your favorite characters. Yeah. And, th- and that's what I like. And I like when shows choose to end. Because the show that I, I love dearly, Chuck, it's like, that's where it suffered. And, and, too, and not all of it was their fault. A lot of it was NBC where it was like, all right, yeah, we're going to end it here. Like, oh, wait, you can have another season. And then you're like, I Yeah, because then it's sloppy because it works to yeah. a resolution. That's what the shows that are on the brink of getting canceled have the weirdest arcs. Because... Yeah. Show like Chuck is like every season. It's like, are we gonna get picked up? Or are we gonna get canceled? Yeah. So they can't really work towards anything. They have to. Every season needs to end with enough closure. And then by the time it finally gets time to actually end, it's like so all over the place. Yeah, and it's frustrating as a viewer. But I'm like, I still enjoy it. But I honestly really don't watch the fifth season. I just like to choose to and it ended on the happy ending in yeah. season four. Yeah. But yeah, it is fun. But yeah, I'm like, I'm fine if this is it for Veronica Mars. But I'm also fine if you go on because the fact that. Her whole purpose is to, like, solve these great mysteries, just like with Supernatural. The reason it got to go 15 seasons as of next season and the last one is because it's really easy to do that without sucking. Yeah. Other shows have trouble. Like well, I feel like Veronica Mars ended this season with a fork in the road, mm-hmm. so they could basically take just Kristen Bell and have her go away and have occasional calls to Dad uh, or check in with some of the old friends, but they won't be on the show, or they could keep it, you know, close. So she, yeah. they have options. So they want to take a left turn and kind of do something where she's going cross-country solving mysteries. Great. I think everybody would still watch that. Or if they want to stay in Neptune and have a really, you know, they can go either way. So they gave themselves the option. Yeah, because so I So they'll see what they want. Yeah, because as I say to people, I'm like, the show is called Veronica Mars. It really only has to be about her. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's like, Castle could have easily gone the other season. It's called Castle. Was yeah. it called Beckett or Cunt? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, all right. Uh, as we wrap up here, any final thoughts? I don't think I have any final thoughts. I, I think, like, I'm very agreeable. I think on, as far yeah. as this show goes, uh, I loved the new season. And, like, yeah. I, I think I just came on here to give praises to it. I don't think we dwell, delve too deep into, like, anything other than it's it was great. Yeah. So, like, that's my stance, is that I feel like I should have something more to say. No, to I, me, I'm like, it was great. <laughs> I thought as far as the characters go and as far as the writing goes and as far as it just... I liked it. <laughs> I loved it. I, I was I was I was sad when it was over. Yeah, and I'm like, and that's how I felt too. It's like I, I really uh, the only thing I wish is for the Keith and Clyde romance to continue, but maybe we'll have a spell one day. I mean, he got. I like that J.K. Simmons character yeah. got a happy ending. Yeah, because I was, was like, good. he wasn't really the bad guy. No, he was just he like wasn't. kind of like a lackey. Yeah, and then like I, I, Keith didn't trust him, but then I thought they they had that banter where they were both were faking. But then yeah. I, thought, I thought I thought like towards the end they were at least at, at 
we're having some actual fun. Yeah, that's why I nice. thought that was weird that he didn't reciprocate. Because I was like, Clyde really actually protected people. Yeah, from, yeah. Where, like, except for Big Dick. He, let he saved, like, yeah. he saved Veronica. Like, yeah. come on, Keith. <laughs> come on. That's yeah. why, I, you know, if we get a spinoff, it's then, and, or maybe if Veronica does her own thing, she'll call back and Keith's just hanging out with him in the car shop. I, I bet you if they have another season, they'll, they'll, uh, she'll call mm-hmm. Dad if she's on the road and he'll, they'll be together and it'll pan out and she'll be like, is that, is that, Clyde. Is that Clyde yeah. in the background? I think that's a kind of cute, like, little... Yeah. And she'll give him crap for it, but in yeah. a very sarcastic way. Yeah, just like their whole relationship. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we're going to keep up the conversation with you on social media. Oh, uh, at Mike Cetera. Cool. And since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. See you next Tuesday. Tired of nagging yourself to get a website for your artistic career already? Radportfolios.com creates affordable custom websites for artists. Use code BRIGHTSIDE. That's one word for half off your website startup. Radportfolios.com so you can get back to getting booked.